Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Oklahoma Drill Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. As always, I got my co-host, Matt and Vitor, here as well. The Jets are coming off a 45-30 to 30 loss on Thursday night to the Indianapolis Colts. They've had a handful of days to rest. We now know, as of today, that Mike White is going to be starting the next game against the Buffalo Bills. We're not going to spend too much time going over the Colts game. Instead, we are going to look ahead to what is probably the biggest game of the Jets' schedule and a handful of weeks against the Buffalo Bills at home this Sunday. Let's go ahead and break it down. We know Mike White, as I said, is going to be the starter. Uh, Vitor, you're the resident quarterback. Go ahead and talk to us. What can Mike White do against this Buffalo defense? Well, uh, as Robert Sala said today in his press conference, Mike White knows how to operate the offense. As simple as that. Right now, he knows where to go with the football. He knows the cadence. He's the perfect operator. Daniel Jeremiah described Zach Wilson as his move operator. And right now, Mike White is his move operator. You know, he played really well against the Bengals on defense. The touchdown drive against the Colts was really good. The dip dig route he completed to Elijah Moore was very impressive. And he's playing well. So against the Buffalo Bills, probably the team that is better disguises covers in the NFL, probably the best zone team in the NFL. They have a fantastic defense. Mike White have a huge test, huge test. His arm strength will be tested. His ability to stay in the pocket and play inside a phone booth will be tested. And he will have to make smart decisions. I feel like this is a game for Mike White, especially because I think the Jets defense will sort of hold the Bills offense, playing a lot of zone, forcing Josh Allen to play underneath. So Sally knows they have a chance to win if they do not turn the ball over, if they play smart football. And I think Mike White, with his ability to operate the offense within the structure, gives the Jets a good shot to compete, maybe win the game against the Buffalo Bills by simply doing the little things. Yeah, it was going over the the Bills uh, Jaguars game and the drives that I saw really succeed for the Jaguars it was when they're sort of mimicking our offense and with Mike White with the short stuff with some slip screens with some uh, some uh, uh, jet motion just getting the defense moving around and taking what's there underneath and that's our game that's what our game has been for the last two weeks and I think we could definitely do it all again and another big game for for uh Mike White and 
there's another story coming on, on the horizon. Does Mike White take over? Yeah, depending on how he plays this week, uh, you know, that will definitely be the story. Robert Sala didn't seem to rule anything out uh, again today when he announced Mike White was going to be the starter. Seems if Mike White continues to play as well as he has been playing and he's been playing pretty dang great, they're, they're not going to take the job away from him. And it's a it's an interesting situation that I don't think anybody anticipated the Jets being in this year, which was having a quarterback controversy. I think we all assumed Zach Wilson was going to be the starter. He was the rookie. He was going to start as a rookie and he was going to play his first season ups and downs. And that was going to be it. And here we are. And we we might really have a controversy on our hands, depending on how Mike White does on Sunday. And I think he can replicate more of what he's done. Uh, I think the Bills defense is very zone heavy. And we'll get into that more in the future. We talk about specific matchups, but I think there's matchups that can be exploited. I think with Mike White's ability to process what's happening in front of him quickly and get the ball out to, you know, whatever, even if it's a short check down, get the ball out fast and keep the chains moving. I think that can be really, really effective. I think it has a place in this game against the bills. And I think if the offense uh, with Michael floor, the way he's been calling plays, I think if that continues, the jets will continue to have a functioning offense. I really don't see any reason why things would change. Mike White really impressed me. Um, on Thursday against the Colts in his one drive, he started kind of shaky to be completely honest. He had a couple of bad throws early. And then after that, he settled in like Vitor, you said he had the great deep dig to Elijah Moore. The touchdown throw to Elijah Moore was great. Uh, I think he can continue to keep this play up. I think he can continue to, to play well. Uh, and I think even though the Buffalo defense is going to be a tough matchup, I think the jets offense will be okay. And we saw something uh, against Indy. We saw our backup backup come in and with uh, Johnson and really take over the game uh, offensively through, through him. And that was a bit of a surprise. Like, Oh wait, now we see two quarterbacks, our backup and our third string really jump into this offense and really take care, uh, take their chance by the horns and, and really make do. Uh, so we know the offense works and we know we have Mike white and we know that it works with him. Now you said that the uh, Indy really let uh, India, the Buffalo really likes to stay in, in zone cover two. And I think we have some great weapons that know how to find the holes in the zone. We got, we got Crowder. We got more, we got our running backs, Carter and Johnson. I think these guys know how to find that soft spot in the zone. And I think we can take advantage of it all day. Andrew, you said while we were offline that Tremaine Edmonds is hurt. So the thing right right here is if Edmonds indeed does not play and the Jets are able to run the football, an aspect of the Jets offense just grows. That's the boot game, right? The play action boot game. Yep. Buffalo needs if, if Buffalo trots out an inexperienced linebacker in place of Edmonds right there, or a guy that's not as good as Edmonds, the Jets can abuse of the boot action. Get Elijah Moore in the backside crosses, get Jameson Crowder underneath. And those kind of plays are just easy hours, right? Because if the Jets are su successful, those linebackers are going to start to bite on the run and the Jets can get horizontal behind them. So the key for the Jets offense and Mike White, I don't think the Jets offense will be as successful as they were against the Bengals if they throw the ball 40 plus times. The Bills pass rush is really good. They stunt really well and they are well coached. The Jets will need to run the football. If the Jets are able to run the football on the Bills, Mike White can just play play action and quick game easily. And then the Jets offense will be able to score some points. The running game is really, really important in this game. 
Yeah, I agree. And uh, like you mentioned, Terrell Edmonds' injury, he did not practice today with a hamstring injury. Uh, it's up to up in the air to see how it goes for the rest of the week. But his injury is huge. He is the the leader of their defense. He is the the anchor point of their defense, uh, especially with uh, the defensive scheme that they run, which is very cover cover too heavy, very Tampa too heavy. Terrell Edmonds or Tremaine Edmonds, excuse me, he plays as the Mike linebacker. He's kind of really the pivot point of that defense, uh, especially when you think about Tampa two, the classic ways of beating Tampa two, where the holes are in the zone. You have the holes between the safeties and the corners on the outside. And then you have the seams up the middle. Those are the two places that cover two usually gets attacked most. And if we're looking at this defense, just based on the strength of the players that they have, the bills, safeties and corners are really talented, especially their starters. Their four top guys being, uh, Tredavious white. I'm pretty sure Josh Norman's the other corner. And then you have Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer at safety. We got a great secondary. And when you're testing that secondary to the boundary, I think that's when things can get a little risky. However, if Tremaine Edmonds is going to play this game hurt and he's going to have a hamstring injury, that's explosion. That's short area quickness. That means it's going to be harder for him to open up and run. Now you get guys isolated, uh, especially when teams go three by one against Tampa two, the old saying three up is three. And that means that the inside linebacker, which would be Tremaine Edmonds, if the near most receiver in the slot of a three by one, uh, the number three receiver to the inside, if he is going to go vertical, then it's the Mike linebackers job to carry him vertical and avoid splitting the two safeties down the middle. Well, if Elijah Moore gets lined up, as the three player and three up is three against Elijah Moore and Tremaine Edmonds is a hurt hamstring. I think that's a matchup that could really, really be exploited. And once the bills start to focus more on the short stuff, because I think that's where the offense will start. It'll be the quick game underneath. It'll be find the holes in the zone, get your six yard stick route and let's keep the chains moving. Once the bills start to try to creep down a little bit and take away that underneath stuff. I think that's when you got to isolate whoever is playing Mike linebacker, whether it's Edmonds or his backup, you got to isolate him in coverage, put Elijah Moore as the number three and a three by one. And let's go score a touchdown on a deep, uh, a deep slice route. I think it's, it's daring to happen. And I think it could be the the final piece of the offense that makes them, that prevents them from getting shut down after a couple of good drives early. I mean, yes, we have the talent at receiver to find the soft spots, to take advantage of injuries and matchups, but it all starts up front. And I don't know if our offensive line can handle this bills uh, front seven. Uh, you got a lot of star power there at the edge. They, they took like five edge guys in this last draft and all of them are studs and just put them on top of who they already have. And you, you also have a uh, star, uh, and still have Ed Oliver. These guys know how to cause trouble for quarterbacks. Uh, you, like you said, they like, they love to do stunts and twists. That is something our offensive line has had trouble with all year. Uh, I see this group as being way too talented and our group just not really being up to snuff unless they have a game like they did against Cincinnati. Uh, I, I don't see them being able to handle this defense. Yeah. Well, the point that the Vitor made about running the ball, I think is the answer to that. I think if you can establish the run game and you can get the ball going on the ground, which has been the offensive line strong suit as of late. I think they've done quite honestly, I think they've been overall pretty solid, but I can definitely understand the fear of this bill's pass rush. 
if you can get the run game going early and you can get those defensive ends to back off and prevent them from pinning their ears back on top of that teams, if you are very good at running the football teams, aren't going to want to run stunts on you because you stunt a guy into the wrong gap and you give up a huge game. That is the other answer of why establishing the run game is so important. It'll take away the stunts. It'll slow down the twists. It'll allow the offensive line to more traditionally pass block. Instead of worrying about guys coming from different angles, they can get the ground game going early and then they can take advantage of Edmonds or his replacement. I think this defense can be exploited. Now you just said we should establish the run game early. That sort of goes against the the game plans that we've been seeing the last two weeks where we sort of been opening up the playbook with the pass and then using that to build off the run, to build the run up. So do we go back to, to reestablishing the run early? Yeah, I think, I think the Jets can run the ball now against Buffalo more out of 11 personnel than they used to do, right? They yep. don't need to go 12 personnel again. Just, just, just go 11 personnel, run the ball, spread them out, run the ball, and then see if Mike White's able to get to, to take the easy throws. The Jets ran one RPO. Is it, the Jets ran two RPOs, Lance, that I can remember in the season. The first one, Zach Wilson was sacked, fumbled. The second one, Mike White was intercepted. It was basically the same play RPO of doubles, Lance. And I honestly feel like if the Jets want to go for RPOs to bubble screens, Lance against the Bills, out of 11 personnel is a good answer early in the game. Because you get the run action, and if it's not there, you can get Mike White, the guy who can make good, smart, and quick decisions to throw the ball quickly on slants and bubble screens on the outside. And I feel like this has to be the plan. I didn't like starting out against the Colts with empty. I didn't like LaFleur starting out with Josh Johnson in empty with a bunch of throws. That, that's just me, you know. I think the Jets offense with Josh Johnson needed a trick play to Michael Carter on a screen pass on third down to get jump starter. Jump started because Josh Johnson got into the game cold and Lafleur's calling passes. Sometimes early in the game, I don't like the Jets calling the, as many passes passes as they are. Against Buffalo, eleven run screens, quick throws. I feel like this is the answer for the Bills. Yeah, I agree. I, I completely agree. You just you just made the point for me, and it's going to lead right into our next uh, point here on offense, and that's jump starting the team offensively. And you do that through Michael Carter. I think whether it's giving him the ball in the ground game early or it's scheming up some pass plays for him afterwards, getting him isolated on Tremaine Edmonds. If Edmonds is playing with a hurt hamstring, Michael Carter is going to cut him up. And and I think this is the game where we we've seen what he can do. It's it really is time where this is not the running back by committee anymore. And it's Michael Carter than everybody else. I think he needs to be the focal point of the offense in this game, whether it's on the ground or through the air. I, I think he's got to be the guy that gets your most touches. He's got to be the guy that jump starts everything. I, I think he's I think he's the key, really. I think if you want to have a successful day on offense, you feature Michael Carter in as many ways as you can. Yeah, Michael Carter is going to be key. Michael Carter's going to be, he's playing really, really well. And everybody talks about manufacturing touches for Elijah Moore. What has really, really jump-started this offense of late is manuf our manufactured touches for Michael Carter. And mm -hmm. they got to keep it up. They got to keep it up. But also, Bills linebackers, if Edmonds plays healthy and they have Matt Milano, they're good. So the Jets will also need to win the battles in the perimeter. And that's why getting Corey Davis back is so important. Now we're missing tight ends. Uh, we don't have much there. So we're going to need to rely on our running backs heavily. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a lot of two back uh, 21 personnel or 20 personnel and just have uh, Ty Johnson and, and Carter back there and just exploit the linebackers. Let's see if they can cover both of them at the same time. Uh, I think 
and especially if Edmonds is hurt, they're not going to have a lot there to, to really stop both of them. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I really do think that's a good point because the Jets tight ends are hurt right now. Tyler Croft is out with a rib injury. Uh, it's it's not going to be ideal if they want to try and get into 12 personnel with Ryan Griffin and assumedly Kenny Yaboa and expect that to be their offense all day. Um, I don't think it's going to be a recipe for success. But what you said with yeah. the two back stuff, I love the idea of 20 personnel. I think that could certainly be effective. We've seen the Jets run some 20 personnel sets already. So it's not like that's something they'd have to throw in you know, and add into the playbook and Vitor, you said it run out of 11. Uh, I think if you can, you can spread the defense out with the fear of the pass game, you can kind of, you know, provide more space between the tackles for Michael Carter to get through. I don't think you need to get into those two tight end sets and you really got to be worrying about, you know, we're going to make it very clear that we're going to establish the run and it's going to be our wide zone and the boot off it. That's all well and good. You want to do that at some point because it's the base of your offense. But I think that you can still establish the run out of 11 because the pass plays are going to open the, open the defense up enough to allow it to happen. One thing I'd like to see attack the seams with the running backs, since, like I said, we don't have that much in, in terms of tight ends, uh, but we still need to attack the seams. We still need to attack the middle of the field. I would love to see more downfield with the running backs as well. I love that idea. I absolutely love that idea. Michael Carter on a fake angle route where Edmonds is going to be sitting, assuming he plays, or even if he doesn't, whoever the linebacker is, is going to be sitting and squatting on him, waiting for the Texas route, waiting for him to cut back inside. And he just bends it up the seam and runs right by him. I think that could be, I think that could be exploited. I really like that idea. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. And, and Tevin Coleman being back, he's a better pass catcher yes. than Ty Johnson, despite LaFleur playing Ty Johnson a good amount on third downs. The Jets can go 20 with Gavin Coleman and Michael Carter. They're two very solid receiving options for Mike White. I've, I've kind of really liked Ty Johnson as a receiver. I like him too. I like him too. Yeah, he's fine, but I don't think he's a third down back and Tevin Coleman is a better receiving back than him. But honestly, I feel like Ty Johnson has been a very good compliment for Michael Carter as a runner and as a even as a pass catcher. Yeah, I like Ty Johnson too. He's had uh, he's had some great opportunities as a receiver that he's made the most of. But I think the difference between him and Tevin Coleman is Ty Johnson is good at being the checkdown and being able to take advantage of the space he's given. Coleman's a route runner. Coleman's the guy that you can line up in the slot where you know he can run a handful of different routes. He can have a handful of releases. Um, he's going to be more comfortable in that aspect where Ty Johnson's really good at just being able to leak out to the flat and then make the most of what he's given. Tevin Coleman can be the guy that you can line up and run the slot seam with, and he's not going to be unfamiliar with it. I, I'm he's going to make a, an impact in this game. And I don't think that Ty Johnson's a bad player at all. I love Ty Johnson. And I think that he can certainly produce given his opportunities, but the skill set of Tevin Coleman in the past game with what we're talking about specifically, I think he is the better fit and I think he could have a really big impact in this game. Yeah, agreed, hundred percent. All right, guys, let's get to the defense because it was another rough game against the Colts. Jets gave up well over 500 yards of offense for the second time in three weeks. Uh, it has been quite honestly, a downpour of the defense as of late. And if things need, or if the team wants to get some more wins before the season ends, they're going to have to figure things out quick. First and foremost, this defensive line needs to step it up. They need to rebound after getting their teeth kicked in quite honestly against the Colts. Matt, what can this defense and this defensive line do to make things better against the bills? Uh, they, they need to start winning their matchups up front because they were getting blown off the ball in Indy. Every single run play, it just seemed like they were getting pushed two to three, four yards down the field. The gaps were huge. 
uh, it doesn't matter who our linebackers are at that point. They're, they're not going to be able to stop uh, a running game like that. Uh, now, of course, uh, we're, we're facing a very different kind of offense here. Uh, we're not going to be facing the likes of, of Taylor. We're going to be facing the likes of Singletary. But there's also the added pressure of uh, Josh Allen running. So they need to stay disciplined, and they need to, to contain. Uh, will they be able to do it? I don't know. And I, is this defensive line going to be able to get pressure on Allen like Jaguars did? I don't know. We don't have a Josh Allen type pass rusher. We have uh, Franklin Myers as probably our best edge right now. And frankly, I don't think it's enough. It's, I don't think it's going to be enough. I think he's going to have all the time in the world. And if it's not there, if our secondary's holding their own, then Josh Allen's just going to run. And we need to be able to, to stay disciplined and be able to hold him and contain him. Um, and it's a it's a large ass. This this offense is, is talented. They, they but it's an offense that's sort of reminiscent of the of of the Bengals, and that they want to take their shots deep. They know that their wide receivers are really good. They're gonna try to take advantage of our young secondary. So our fr- our front needs to get home, or else it could be a long day. I'm very curious to see what Brian Dable is going to do, right? Because against the Jaguars, he he handed the ball off nine times to running backs and the Jets got abused against the Colts. I know that the Colts offensive line is pretty darn good, but the Bills line, despite poor stats in the last couple of weeks, they're fine. Mitch Morris is good. Deion Dawkins is good. They can push, right? They could push when they ran the ball. And I honestly feel like they got to run the ball more than nine times against the Jets, especially against our attacking D-line. The Bills love gap schemes out of 11. And I just think that if Brian Dable does not run the football, the Jets interior prep pass rush can have a day. Outside, I'm not as a fan. I'm not a big fan of Franklin Myers playing only five tech or even more wider down the line. I think he's a guy that plays better inside. And now that the Jets don't have another edge threat opposed to him, the teams are starting to double him. Tight ends are starting to chip him. And he just not, he simply does not have the explosiveness to overcome it. So the Jets juice is inside. Sheldon Rankin is having a good season. Kenan Williams is playing well. And Falling Fatukas is playing well. So if the Bills go past happy and the Jets interior can simply attack I know that they simply attack most of the time, but they got to be scared of the running game right after what happened against Indianapolis. If they simply attack, knowing that the Bills are going to throw the ball in every down, the Jets have a shot to create pressure on the interior. And that's going to be key to the game. On the outside, we know young corners can can hang on with good competition after you watch the Bengals, Bengals game, but Diggs is pretty darn good and Sanders is pretty darn good. If Josh Allen can step up in the pocket, those guys will find holes in the Jets' jet zone defense. So, the pressure inside will be key. Kenan Williams, Shadow Rankings, Foley Fatukazi. And honestly, I like the matchups. I think those guys can show up. Yeah, um, I want to go into a point, Vitor, that you've been all over lately. And I think it could end up being the story of this game. And that is how teams run their offense. What is the focal point of their offense? And how the Jets defense defends those focal points. Against Cincinnati, we said that they are a team that runs their offense through their wide receivers. They weren't so much focused on the run game. It was Joe Burrow in the past game. Jamar Chase was beating people over top. That's what they wanted to do offensively. They wanted to throw the ball downfield. They wanted to trust in their receivers to win matchups. 
Jets defense responded and played pretty well. They didn't have to worry about being taken advantage of up front with aggression. They didn't have to worry about stopping the run. Linebackers didn't have to worry about being as gap sound. They were able to more just play the pass and it ended up being okay for them. And then you flash forward to the Colts game and it's the exact opposite. You have a team that runs their offense through their running backs and through their offensive line. Jonathan Taylor is going to get the ball. Naeem Hines ran like crazy. They want to establish that game. They want to throw the short passes to their tight ends. Uh, They're not so much worried about beating you down the field with their receivers as the main part of their offense. And the Jets defense got killed. They absolutely got destroyed because the scheme specifically is not equipped to handle offenses that focus through their running backs, focus underneath ground, ground and pound up the middle. Uh, They're just not equipped to do it. It's not the scheme that really matches up well against those type of offenses. And now you go to the Buffalo game and it's more like Cincinnati. You have a team that wants to throw the ball downfield. Their offense is absolutely ran through their quarterback and through his, uh, his arm passing. They're not so much worried about running the ball. They're not so much worried about establishing the ground game. They want to throw the ball downfield. They want to let Josh Allen air it out. And I think this could be another game where the defense surprisingly plays well, simply because it's a matchup of what the offense wants to do. And it's going to be up to Brian Dayball, the bill's offensive coordinator. Is he going to change? Is he going to recognize the weaknesses of the Jets defense? Is he going to watch what the Colts just did on the ground and say, we need to try and replicate that. We need to try and change our offensive strategy and not try and be the downfield passing team, especially since we just saw what happened against uh, the Jaguars where the Bills had a, a shocking loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that's what they tried to do. They tried to throw downfield. They tried to be stubborn. They, they tried uh, to, to continue attack downfield and the, Jaguars pass rush was getting home and they weren't running the ball or throwing underneath and the bill scored six points. I think this could be another matchup like that, where if the defensive line can get enough pressure on the interior on those pass downs and the bills kind of, kind of play into our own hands, quite honestly, and avoid establishing the run game or trying to hit things underneath early. I think the defense can respond. I think this could be a good matchup for them where they come out and everyone's sitting there going, Oh, wow, this was a, an amazing surprising performance from the defense after the game they just had against the Colts. It's all about matchups. And ever since you made that point to start with Vitor, it's stuck with me. And I think this is another, another game where it's really going to show up. So even now, I don't think anybody's really afraid of Singletary. It's all Allen that we're worried about. It doesn't look like Zach Moss is going to play. So it's, it's really just Allen. And are we able to contain him? Because if we're, if we're bringing extra bodies up to contain him, then that's going to leave our secondary exposed and it'll allow them to take those shots deep. So which it's kind of a, a, a two headed sword there. Which one do we want to defend more? Do we want to let up the underneath stuff with letting Josh Allen just run for uh, five or six yards, a, 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 a snap, or are we going to let him throw it deep and we're going to sit back and, and let him, uh, which one is it? Which do we attack? And can, um, uh, and there's a question, can we tweak our defense to be, more flexible against offenses that do prioritize the run. I would love if we could tweak our defense to be more flexible like that, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think we've seen it happen yet this season. And quite honestly, I don't think this is going to be the game where you see much defensive tweaks. Uh, That's because Marcus may is out. 
And that's going to be the next point we'll lead right into because I think it's the the answer to your question, Matt. Marcus May is out. They're going to have likely uh, Jared Wilson and Sherrod Neesman playing a lot of snaps at safety again. Ashton Davis is going to be the other starter. He's just getting back from injury. Had a pretty rough game against Indianapolis. The Bills, if they're looking at this from a matchup perspective, are going to want to throw deep. They're going to want to take advantage of the Jets safeties being backups. They're going to want to see if they can't exploit that. And I almost think that plays into the Jets hand like we talked about, because if they're going to be focusing on the deep ball, they're not going to be worrying about establishing the run early. And I think you trust your corners until they give you reason not to. And you, you, you bring your extra safeties instead of sitting there and saying, we have our backup safeties. We're going to leave them in deep coverage and trust them. I'd rather Ashton Davis be spying Josh Allen than playing deep quite honestly. And I think that that is how you go about it is you trust your corners and you trust them to hold up on deep coverage, spy Allen. If you have to with a linebacker or a safety and let the bills try and, you know, try and mess themselves up. Quite honestly, if they're going to want to throw deep, then, then see if you can stop it. And at least it's not going to be the easy, uh, the easy offense of trap runs, screens and short underneath passes that have killed the jets all year. Yeah. And, and one point about playing Josh Allen, the runner right now, if the Jets are able to create interior pressure, which I think they will be, Sella can just have a weekly game plan stuff, wrinkle, and say, hey, Shaq Lawson and John Franklin Myers, you guys are not explosive as I would like to have right now. So please play contain against Josh Allen. And, and Franklin Myers and, and Shaq Lawson, they got to be more aware on the edge, right? If, if the Jets are focusing on creating pressure on the inside, the, the Jets cannot allow Josh Allen to escape. So the outside contain becomes extra important. And since Shaq Lawson and Franklin Mars are not explosive as Carl Lawson or Bryce Huff, they can play that contain easily. It's part, it, it should be part of their game. And then the Jets are keeping Josh Allen in the pocket, maybe with a spy in Jarrah Davis and CJ Mosley. And they got to trust the back end. Trust the back end and trust interior pressure together. I feel like this is the plan. Play contain on the outside. Scheme up slants and studs inside to manufacture pressure on the interior for Josh Allen and players on coverage behind it. I feel like Jets have a good shot to stop the Bills if they do it. I mean, it's a great plan if you can execute. I think that if Allen does get outside, uh, Franklin Myers and Lawson, they're, they're, they're not going to be the, the athletic guys that are able to chase them down. So we'll need those linebackers to step up. And if those linebackers are otherwise uh, busy with uh, downfield, then that's going to be a problem. It, it, this, we're just going to get gashed by Allen. So it's it's really imperative that we're able to stop them deep with the, with our safeties in our in our corners. Uh, if we can do that, then yeah. If we can make them one dimensional, then that's great. But I don't. It, it's going to be very hard. But hey, if Jacksonville can do it, that yeah. is that is the point. Is we've seen we've seen that it's capable. We've seen that. It's not completely, you know, the Bills offense is not completely unstoppable. It's not this, this juggernaut of a machine that there's nothing you can do on defense because they're all just so talented. And, and Josh Allen's a great player. Josh Allen's an incredibly talented player. His physical talent is immense off the charts, all of that. But he is not so great that he alone is going to will the bills to victory and completely destroy this defense. I think matchups are important. I think schemes are important. And I think all of that is pointing in the jets favor. 
Will it actually end up? That's, of course, execution, as we've talked about. But I can see the future where the Jets defense plays well and Josh Allen doesn't take over the game. Agree. Execution is everything, especially with Salah's scheme and what he thinks. Himself usually always says, players win the game. And that's it. He can plan however he wants, but his players will need to execute. Yeah, I think that's it. It all comes down to execution. It all comes down to not getting out of position, trusting your scheme, trusting your teammates, being on the same page and and doing everything you can to slow down a tough offense. I I really think that this can be a good game for the Jets defense. I know it seems like everything is falling and the, the Jets defense is completely destroyed. And quite honestly, they deserve that. But Everything is about matchups. Every game is different. And I really think that this could be a good matchup for the defense overall. Yep. A hundred percent agree. I agree. All right, guys, let's finish things off with some score predictions here. Uh, This is going to be a tough one. I've been going back and forth with this game for the last couple of days, trying to figure out where I was leaning because the point with the defense, I think this could be another surprise outing where the defense plays better, but Mike White, as good as he has played, and I think it can continue. Is it going to continue against a tough Buffalo defense? It's tough. But as we're sitting here recording Wednesday night, making our score predictions, my gut leans that this is going to be a high scoring game. My gut thinks that this is going to be a little bit of an offensive shootout because I think the Jets offense has been playing well. I don't see any reason to stop that. And as much as I think the Jets defense can play well against the Buffalo offense, I don't know if it's going to be enough to completely slow them down. So I think it's going to end up being a high scoring game. I'm going to go out and I'm going to say 31 28 Buffalo. I think it's going to be close. I think the bills are going to sneak out a win with three points. I think the jets offense is just going to get stopped one too many times to be able to keep up, but it's going to be a close game. It's going to be high scoring. I don't think Mike white is going to do enough to ward off Zach Wilson as the starting quarterback, but I do think he is going to play well and will likely cement himself as the backup for the foreseeable future or potentially trade piece in the off season to a quarterback needy team. Maybe he gets his shot. We'll see, but 31, 28 Buffalo. That's where I'm leaning. Okay. Well, after the Patriots blowout, our defense kind of showed up and, and did enough to win it in Cincinnati. Then we get blown out in Indy. And I think our defense finds a way this this week to stop the Bills just enough to allow us to, to inch out a win. I'm going to say 21-17 us. Well, wow. uh, I think it's going to... Yeah, Matt, so everybody can just celebrate a win right now because they're just going to yeah, win the game. Exactly. Because Matt, yeah, just Matt predicted so, a win, we're good. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, honestly. I feel like Mike White's going to struggle a bit. I think he can move. We will be able to move the ball, but the Jets have a hard time scoring touchdowns on the Bills. And I feel like the Jets defense will do the same to the Bills offense. So I'm going to go with Buffalo 20. The Jets are going to score 17, 2017. The Jets are going to lose. And Zach Wilson is going to be back for the Miami game next week. All right. This is the first time in a long time we have three very different predictions. Uh, yeah. It will be it'll be really interesting to see how things shake out on Sunday. I mean, me and Vitor are always second to to Nostradamus Matt over there, but mm-hmm. but we got some good predictions. I think it'll be it can go anyway, quite honestly. And I think our predictions have, have laid that out is that all of us, while we all agree to the points of the game and we all agree what's going to be the bigger factor and what isn't, we all see three different outcomes. So this is going to be a really interesting game to watch. Obviously, division matchups are always tough. You want to walk away as good in your division as possible. Uh, 
So it'll be fun. I think it's going to be a really fun game. I think we're going to see some new plays from Michael Floor that we haven't seen. I think we're going to see the defense try and maybe step up a little more than we've seen. Hopefully the Jets can finish it off with a win. Me and Vitor aren't so confident, but Matt is, so that pretty much guarantees it. Yep. I'm here for it. All right, guys. I think that does it for today. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. This has been the Oklahoma Drill Podcast. I'm your host at Andrew. I'm your host, Andrew, at Andrew Golden underscore 17 on Twitter. Guys, you know the drill. I'm Matt. You can find me at Zazzy Jets. And I'm Vitor. And you can find me at Vitor Pava M. As always, it is at OKD Podcast on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will be back next week to review the Buffalo game as well as look ahead to the Jets game against the Dolphins the following week. Thank you again for listening. We will be back. Bye-bye.